This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Welcome everyone, we continue in Daf HaShavua, we're learning Mesechus Ksubas Daf Chaf Amud Aleph. I had the privilege to speak this morning in Toronto, so after the presentation, it was for the Business Halacha Summit. Someone came over to me, okay, but what's with Ksubas Daf Chaf Amud Aleph? I said, it's tonight, don't worry. So usually we do it Monday night. So in Toronto, they were waiting for the shear already. Okay. Uh, good to see everybody. Um, the Gemara had the following question. On Yotes Omid Beis, the Gemara brought a b'risa. Two people sign on a shtar, and they died. And two people come and say, we know it was their signature, but they were Anusim, they were psulim, so the edim who testified to the invalidity of the edim are believed because we only are able to verify it through them and they're saying that it was not signed correctly. However, the Gemara says that if the signatures are verified from elsewhere, so the edim that are coming to Passel are not believed. So the Gemara says, why would they not be believed? And what? You could collect with the shtar as if it's a good shtar, but it's a tray or tray. We have, it's, a, it's two against two. So how could you collect with the shtar? Yeah, that's the Gemara's kasha. It's tray or tray. Okay, you ready? That's the kasha. We have two, basically, you have two witnesses that verify the signatures, and you have two witnesses that say, no, they were signed, the Adam signed, the Anusim or Psulim, and there's no issue here of Kivan Shehigid, because it's different Edim. It's Edim coming from the outside, testifying that the Edim that signed are no good. So Rav Sheshas, Rav Sheshas says, Zoy Soimeris, this proves the following idea. Contradiction is the beginning of Hazama. That means as follows. There are two ways of disqualifying Edim. The classic way is, Ruven and Shemayin say um, that Tony lent Frank $100. And Levi and Yehuda say, no, Tony didn't lend Frank $100. They're contradicting each other about the facts of the case. The Edom are not commenting on whether the first Edom could have or could not have testified where they were or where they were not. They're talking about the facts. Two Adam say something happened, two Adam say it didn't happen. That's called Hakhasha. And by Hakhasha, we don't believe one said over the other. But then there's something called Hazama, which I'm sure you all know, that if two Adam testify, and then another two Adam come and say, how could the first Adam have testified, but you were with us in Disneyland on, at the time that you say that you testified. So then... It's not a standoff, two Adam against two Adam. We believe the second Adam and the first Adam are completely disqualified. So Rav Shesha says the fact that we don't believe the second Adam at all, this teaches us that when the Adam contradict, not they say you Adam were with us, but they say the facts are not true, that's the beginning of the Hazama process. And therefore, just like the Hazama process requires that in order for the second Adim to say that the first Adim were with us, the first Adim have to be present, because if they're not present, there's no din of Hazama. The second Adim can't say, you are with us, because if those first Adim are not present, 
then we cannot utilize the procedure of Hazama, because since we're going to be punishing the first Edim, how do we punish the first Edim? We impose upon them whatever they were going to impose on the one that they testified about. Therefore, they must be present, because we cannot give punishment if Edim are not present. So, the, this shows that Hazama is the beginning of Hakhasha. And just like Hakhasha, excuse me, just like Hazama requires the Edom to be present, therefore Hakhasha also, also requires the Edom to be present. And therefore, since the second Edom are testifying that the first Edom were Anusim, or Psulim, but the first Edom are dead! So the first Edom are dead, how could the second Edom testify about them? Must be, they can't. The reason why we dismiss the second testimony is because the first Edom are not present. And just like for Hazama, you need the first Edom to be present, for Hakasha, you also need the first Edom to be present. Okay. Amar Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman said... This doesn't make any sense. Why? Why, th- why doesn't this make any sense? Because it, what's the reason why the first day them have to be present by Hazama? It's because we could, because we're going to be administering punishment to them. That doesn't, that's not the case by Hakhasha. By Hakhasha, we're not going to be punishing the first day them. And if anything, it's counterintuitive. If the Adim are present, and we dismiss them because the second Adam say that the facts never happened, then certainly if they're not present, where you could actually say, you know what, maybe if they would be present, they would retract their testimony. How in the world could the testimony of Adam who are not present be stronger than the testimony of Adam that are present? If they're present, they're still maintaining their testimony. But if they're not present, you could argue, if they would be here, they would have retracted. So how could Adam who are not here present stronger testimony than Adam are here. That's Rav Nachman's argument. Amrali Rav Nachman. This, uh, Rav Nachman said, Ilu have a kaman, if the Adam were here, and we would contradict them, have a hakhasha, it would be a, a, it would be a denial and a dismissal and a contradiction of their testimony. And we would not pay attention to them. It would be Eidos which is contradicted. Now that they're not here. That you could have argued that if they would have been here, maybe they would agree that in fact what they said is not true. They should be believed. Meaning Rav Nachman is arguing that it's so counterintuitive to say that the Eidos cannot be contradicted if the first Edom are not here. So we're back to the ranch, we're back to the drawing board. Why would it be that if um, the second Edom testify that the first Edom were Anusimah, in other words, if Edom come along and say that the Edom um, signed on the Shtar, Anusim or Psulim, why would we not believe the second Edom? So basically we're going to see if Nachman is going to say, we do believe the second Edom. When we say that we don't, when, when the Bryce says we don't believe them, it means we don't believe them carte blanche. We don't, throw, we don't rip up the star. When we say we don't believe them, it means it's a tray or tray, so it's a suffix. 
we'll keep the star around, and basically we're not going to take away any property or possession from whoever's muhsuk on it. So Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says, Uki you're going to stand up two witnesses against two witnesses. You're going to keep the money in the possession of the owner. You know what it's like? It's like the possessions of Barshatya. The Barshatya Zavin Nechsi. Barshatya sold land. Asu two witnesses came, Ami, they said, Kishu He sold it when he was crazy. Vasu and two other witnesses came, that he sold it when he was healthy. So this Barshatya, to nowadays we would call him, I don't know, schizophrenic, bipolar. Sometimes he's crazy, sometimes he's normal, like, like almost everybody, right? So he has his moments. Sometimes he's out of his mind, and sometimes he's sane. And the question is, when he sold the land, did he do it in a moment of sanity or a moment of insanity? So two Adam say that he did it in a moment of insanity. Two Adam say he did it in a moment of sanity. So Ravashi says, Uki tre tre. You stack up two witnesses against two. Vuki You leave the land in the possession of Barshatya. Meaning like this. Two Adam say he sold it when he was sane. So it should go to the buyer. Two Adam say that he sold it when he was insane. So therefore it should go... Two Adam say he sold it when he was insane, so it should go to the. Um, it should remain by Barshatya. So what do you do? You don't know what to do, so you leave it by the Muchsuk. Now, by land, who's the Muchsuk on the land? Muchsuk is the, not the one occupying land. Muchsuk is what is called Marikama, the original owner. Okay, this is very important. By land, the Muchsuk is not the occupier. It's the one who originally owned it. So Barshatya originally owned it. Even if the buyer is now parked on the land, he's not the muhsuk, it goes back to Barshatya. By Metaltalin, the muhsuk is the one who's in physical possession of it. So when the Braisa says, that when two Edim come and say, the first Edim signed on it as Anusim or Psulim, so it's two against two. So basically, we're not going to rip up the Shtar because two Edim say it's good. But we're also not going to use the shtar to collect. So, um, if the loyve Rabbi Isai has the money, and the shtar says the loyve borrowed the money, we're going to leave the money by the loyve. If the malve grabs the money, and the loyve says, hey, you had no right to take it from me, we'll leave it by the malve. Whoever is in physical possession of the metaltalin, we leave it there. By karka, it goes to the marikama. But the Gemara explains that's provided that we know that Barshatya originally owned it. Says the Gemara of Amran, this was only said, If Barshatya had a chazaka that it belonged to his father. But if we don't have any evidence that it ever belonged to his father, all we know is he bought it and then he sold it. So you can't say, well, let's leave it by Barshatya because we say, If he was crazy... When he sold it, maybe he was crazy when he bought it. And if he was normal when he um, bought it, then he was normal when he sold it. So, Mimanav Shach, 
it ain't barshatyas. Barshatya can't use a chazaka based on the fact that he once owned it if we don't know for sure that his father owned it. If we know for sure his father owned it, so then the default place to leave the karka is by barshatya. But if we don't know that we say either way you look at it, barshatya is not the muksak. If he was a mashugana when he sold it, he was a mashugana when he bought it. So it should go back to the original, the guy who sold it to Barshadya. And if he was normal when he bought it, then uh, um, he was normal when he sold it. Fine. Says Gemara Halach Rabbi Avo. Ein Edim He can only do hazama if the Edim are present. Umakhishin es Edim shaloi But you could contradict testimony of Edim if they're not present. Like Rav Nachman said earlier, because you can make the argument that if they would be here, they might agree that what they said was nonsense. But now, here's the Chiddush. We said Hazama has to be B'fneim. So let's say two Edim come. Levi and Yehuda say, Ruvain and Shimon, you were with us in Disneyland during winter vacation when you testified that X, Y, and Z happened. So we know, if Ruvain and Shimon are not present, Levi and Yehuda can't testify about that. Even though Levi and Yehuda cannot be Mazim, Reuven and Shimon. So if Reuven and Shimon are not here, are not here there's no Hazama, but there is Hakhasha. We're not going to say there's no Hakhasha. There's no Hazama, but the element of Hakhasha is still there. Says the Gemara, of the Hazama Shalai Bifneim, Hazama, non their presence, Nihida Hazama Lai true, there's no Hazama, Hakhasha Miyahavia, there is Hakhasha. Fine. Ah. The Brysa said, if you have Edim that the signatures are are authentic, or let's say we could verify their signature. Or let's say their signature came out from somewhere else. Namely, Mishtar, Shakara Allah Irr, a star that people challenged, the Huxak Bebezdin, and it was defended in Bezdin. It was verified in Bezdin. In other words, let's say we find another star. Let's say on this star, you have on the star Reb John Adams and Reb John Hancock. And we don't know, is this forged, is this not forged? And then we find another star that was disputed. And Abezin verified Reb John Adams and Reb John Hancock, and we can match up the 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 star in question. The signatures are look exactly like the star that was verified, so that's verification. Um, so in Emanim, the Edim are not believed to say that the Edim signed Anusim. So now the Gemara is Medayik. We can only verify a star from a star, from another star that was Huxak Bebezdin. That Kara Alav Ir, that was challenged in, yes, like Kara Alav Ir, like, but if it wasn't challenged, not. Messiah Leila Rabasi, this supports Rabasi, Dhamma Rabasi, Ain Mekaimin Asashtar, we cannot verify a star. Ella, Mishtar Shakara Alav Ir only from another star that somebody protested against the Huxuk the Bezdin and was verified in Bezdin.
Now there's a big shaila over here. Is it that we need it to be verified? Or is it dafka if it was verified after the first star was challenged? Meaning maybe you can make the case that verification is only foolproof if the star was challenged and then we verified it. But if you just verify it, but there was nothing really to verify it from, then then uh, it might not be that clear. Okay. Now listen to this. Amri Neherdoi. I have a question on this. I don't have a good answer. I was doing this on the plane. Amri Neherdoi. Ein mekaimen es hashtar ela mishtei ksubois oi mishtei sadois. You want to be mekaim hashtar? You can't do it from one other star. Only from two ksubois or two sadois. So you have two, you have a ksuba, you want to verify it from another ksuba, you need two ksubas that were verified. Or two fields, and on the field, so two sales, and on each of these two sales, the owner ate it for three consecutive years of chazaka. So basically you want to verify, you can't verify from one star that was authenticated, it has to be from two shtarais that were authenticated. Just wondering, how is that first star ever authenticated? I guess it's Pashat, because two Adim testified that uh, these are either that we signed on it, or two other Adim testified that Ruven and Shemot signed on it. In other words, each star was verified not from other starists, it was verified from the Adim themselves or from other eyewitnesses. But if you want to, in other words, if you want to verify from documents, you need two documents. But if you want to verify from live Adim, then uh, you don't need two. Amar Reb, okay, you ready for the Chiddush of the night? Amar Reb Shimi Barashi, his name was Shimi, not Simi. 99 out of 100 times you can hear, see me. Okay, that's my chiddush for the day, okay? I'm a Rav Shimi Barashi. You can also only verify a star from a star that someone else had, not from a star that you pull out of your sack. No kidding. Oh, I'm going to verify the star from, from a document I have. No kidding. You know, you forged the first document. So it has to be coming out of someone else's hand. From your own hand, lie, not. Why? What's the reason why you can't verify a star from your own star? Because Dilma's you from Isaiah. Maybe you forged it. You took the first star, you, you traced it, and... Uh, you're, you're verifying it, but it's a forgery. So, mitachas yideyacher, from someone else's hand. Nami dilma ozol, maybe you went. V'chaza, you looked at it. Asa v'zayif, you went and you forged it. In other words, the same way you may have studied a different star in your possession. Maybe you went to your friend's house and you studied the star in his possession. So, Gemara says, Kulei haylo That much to go to someone else and to try to study the star in someone else's possession, well, that we're not worried about. Tanur the rabbis taught. 
We know there's a rule, that Edim cannot sign in a document and submit written testimony. Which is interesting. Uh, maybe in the Ian sure. We'll talk about the whole idea of mipihem Savam is very difficult. I mean, we know a star works. What's a star? Star is we have no edim. A guy pulls out a document, and the document said that I lent this guy money. And you could collect with it. What do you mean? Me PM Valami Pik Savam. That's like the basic Kasha on the Shlugya. I think Tysis gives a bunch of answers. Tysis quotes um, Rashi elsewhere that gives an answer. Maybe we'll, we'll talk about this. I hope. But in general, if, if witnesses want to submit testimony based on something that's in writing, but it's not an official star, it doesn't work. So the question is, what if Adam don't really remember their testimony, but they wrote it down because they're afraid they would forget, and by looking at the their notes, they remember. Like that happens many times. I'll, I'll look back at notes that I took uh, many years ago. Sometimes the notes will trigger my memory. Oh, I remember that now. And sometimes I actually have no independent memory anymore. The mem- memory has completely dissipated. But I'm like learning it new from the notes. So, so the question is, can you use... It's like, you know, you ever look at old pictures? I always wonder when you look at pictures when you were a kid, are you remembering what happened? Or the picture is putting in your mind... You have no memory at all that that happened. But you're looking at the picture. So now, and now, you think that, oh yeah, I remember when that happened. You don't remember at all. That's why, you know, somebody, it's not really admissible. All these things, you know, you could look at, somebody could give you a fake picture, and you say, yeah, I remember when X, Y, and Z happened. Yeah, the only thing is the picture is not real. But, we have a very interesting machleg. It's Tan Rabbanon. Koisev Adam Edus Alashtar. A person could write his Edus Alashtar. Umeyedal and he could testify based on it. Afilul Acher Kamashanim, even after many many years. So in other words, if somebody saw a test of, uh, was a witness of something, he's afraid he's going to forget it. Rashi says he could write on a tzetel, write on a piece of paper, put it away, and testify after many years. That's only if on his own he remembers a little bit. In other words, let's say Ruvain saw somebody, uh, Pliny kill Pliny. But he's afraid he's going to forget. So he wrote down, down the corner of 72nd Avenue and 147th, I saw Pliny kill Pliny. Now, he remembers uh, on his own Pliny kill Pliny. But where, what time, the date... One, that he didn't remember, so he could write it down and then testify after many years. Rav Yochanan Amar, Rav Yochanan says, now Rashi learns that the Shita of Rav Huna 
is some of the details he remembers on his own, and he just needs the written testimony to fill in the rest. Rabbi Yechonon says, even though he doesn't remember anything on his own, but it has to be after he sees it, he remembers. But if after he sees it, he doesn't remember, and he's totally reliant on the star, that's no good according to everybody. Amarabba Rabba said... According to Rabbi Yechanan, even if you don't remember on your own, so long as after you see it, it triggers your memory. Two witnesses that know Edos. One of them forgets. The other one could remind his friend. And as long as after one of the Edim reminds him, that Ed who forgot remembers, that's good enough. So now the Shaila is... If the Baldin himself reminds the aid, the Malva goes to the aid, remember when I lent Pliny a million dollars? He says, no. Remember when I lent Pliny? Remember we were standing, he started talking and talking and talking, and he spoke so much, yeah, you, now all of a sudden you remember. What if the Baldin himself reminds the aid? Rav Chaviva Amara Filo Atzmai. Rav Chaviva says, even if the Baldin reminds the aid, that is valid. Marbre Dravashi Amar. Marbre Dravashi says, Atzmai Lai. If the Baal Hadavar himself reminds him, it does not work. The Hilchasad Allah is Atzmai Lai. The Baal Dover cannot be the one reminding. Okay, Rabbi Isai, we're going to hold it over here. Have a wonderful night. Bracha Vihatzlacha. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.